Hello and welcome to the Safing Podcast, the place where you get exclusive insight into the company that is forging an antidote to mass surveillance. In this space, you get to dive deep into our venture and our thought process, and you will be the first to find out what's going on and what's coming up. As always, feel free to participate in our subreddit at r slash safing, or just send us an email to podcast at safing.io. Today, I sat down with Daniel, and we talked about the app launch that just happened recently. So it is finally here. The portmaster is out in a pre-alpha stage, and you can find all the links in regards to that down below. And yeah, we just sat together today and talked about the process of getting the app out, about the whole journey that started three years ago, about the challenging aspects of developing this app, we talk about if we have, should have shipped it earlier or not, and the impact that Luke, our designer, and Patrick, who just recently joined the team, how big the impact of these two amazing people has been, and what is coming next. So it was really fun to just share how we feel about the progress and our excitement for the next few weeks. So yeah, I don't want to ramble too long. We'll just dive into this. Enjoy. Okay, so welcome, Daniel. Hi, David. Welcome back. It's been a while. It has. It's true. I, I, you invited me to the podcast, and I saw it's episode twenty. I'm like, wow. <laughs> that's 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 a bunch. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Although we reduced the pace a bit because we're doing this biweekly now, but I think that's good as well because we have more time to and content and like polish them up as well i hope we are succeeding <laughs> yes and there's also lots of stuff going on so um we both are now focusing on development also so there's there's a lot of stuff to do and lots of progress to make that's true that's very true and your previous weeks have been pretty busy as well like i want to talk about the portmaster launch and that happened like the Wednesday two weeks ago, like from when you listeners are hearing it. And how does it just feel for you that the little baby is out? So this is the second time we we did this. So we had we had a first launch um a year ago with the previous version that um we didn't as you know and then we threw due to strategic changes. So it was interesting to to experience this again and I have to say um it is a very refreshing experience because just completing something, just finishing something, getting it out to the people, having them use it is just it's just great to to reach the point where the thing you're making becomes usable in such a degree that people start using it and that that's really nice and also it's it's final to some extent which is also nice because you know okay i'm not putting this out and i can stop thinking about was this the right choice or not because the choice has been set into stone to some extent yeah so it's okay this is it now and we're st sticking with it um unless it becomes such a huge problem that we go through the hassle of changing something 
backwards compatible for the things that would break. So it's kind of like we, we reached a milestone where we kind of promise compatibility um, to some degree. Of course, we're pre-alpha, so if there's a thing that we need to change, we will. But still, um, if we, we still try to not break anything because it's just a hassle for both us and the user. So there's no guarantee yet, but we're still trying to, to do it nevertheless. Are you talking about like core features? Because like what is set in stone or like I, I think that that has to do with uh, core decisions in the code base. Yeah, so it was all the core concepts of how they work and, and core things like a lot of lots of identifiers um, that would just be too difficult to change core decisions about how things work and interact with each other. And it's it's nice. And also the name of the app. Yes, that, that has been set in stone too. That is true. So that was a interesting and nice process we had internally fixing and setting in stone the name for the portmaster. Yeah, that, that was fun. For some people to keep you in the loop, the portmaster is our privacy app. So at the core, it just intercepts network connections and then on top of that it does a bunch of cool features with it like enforces dns over tls or it blocks um, unwanted connections similar to a piho as of now like later on we will extend this to an application firewall similar to a little snitch or other or open snitch where you can choose this on an per app basis and of course also the saving privacy network, so you can route all of your traffic through our privacy network, which decouples your destination from your identity and does a bunch of other things as well. So, yeah. Uh, where can people download the app now? So I think the URL is saving.io slash download. That is where the information is. And then if that's just so the little minimal download page, and if you need more information, we link from there to other sources where we explain a couple of things about compatibility, especially if you're on Linux. That will be something you'll be looking at. But for Windows 10 and Ubuntu, you just download it, install it. And from your perspective, who should download it and who should not download it? Because it is pre-alpha. It is pre-alpha, so that means it has not been tested yet. So we encourage people that have technical knowledge to fix their own computer if something goes wrong. So there, there's nothing going on that will actually like brick your PC or delete data or something like that. But for example, on Windows, we do use our own kernel extension. So if there's a problem with that, you might get a blue screen. I think we fixed all bugs that cause blue, blue screens, but well, we don't know. Um, and we will find out in the coming month if there's something still out there. Stuff like that can happen. So We'd encourage people that are used to fixing problems or like manually uninstalling Windows services if something goes wrong, if the uninstaller breaks for some reason on your system. Stuff like that just happens. Um, we tested it. it. It works on our machines. Um, that's how far we can go. And that's why we invite the community now to join us in testing and preparing the way for people that don't have such a um, technical knowledge. Yeah, I think that's a good summary since there are just a lot of devices out there which we cannot test because we, we cannot go through every single computer. 
So yeah, yeah, I'll leave yeah. all the all the links in the sh- in the show notes. Also, where you can report issues, that is on our GitHub, both for the user interface if bugs appear there, or for for technical stuff as well. There are two repositories for that. Yeah. So back to back to launch day. Like that was. Do we have the date? I think it was the fifteenth of April. When I remember correctly. Yeah, it was the fifteenth. You're right. Cool. So we we actually said we sh- we would finish this by the end of March. Then we had to delay it a bit, and I gave an uh, I made a video about it and stuff. And this is this is an interesting topic. I want to make a bigger video about as well, like just how hard it is to set um, a release date because there are so many unknown factors in the development process. But we made it just in time. How, how was the day for you? Like, or the tweak, maybe, I should say. Well, so, of course, it was close. Um, and we worked until late night to, um, to do all the, the last bits of, of releasing. And, and I just finished, I think, the... The, the updated settings, user interface just in time so that you could actually manage your settings. And we, we also didn't ship everything we initially wanted to ship. So it was kind of a cutoff. We're like, okay, um, we just have to put it out now and it's time. And so there there's some things that, that we already shipped afterwards and we will ship a couple more things in the next few days that we wanted to have in the initial release. But it was good to like have this this deadline and to get it out and to make decisions. Okay, we've only got X days left. What are we gonna do? What not? That was really nice to like sort out things. So what is absolutely necessary to to have this out right now? There there is a lot of philosophy to this as well, where you could like. The, the question I sometimes ask if we should have shipped earlier, and there was this tweet from Sahil Lavinia. I can also link to him as well, or to the tweet. And what he said is, you will be embarrassed of what you ship after a weekend. You will be embarrassed of what you sh- ship after nine years. Just ship. I mean, I'm not, I'm not regretting the decisions we made. I think we, we made very good decisions along the way. In these three years, like we started out wanting to have every feature included, and then we cut it down just to the privacy network, and then we expanded upon that a bit again to implement easy features such as the privacy filter or the DNS resolver. So I think that was a process as well. But I'm not sure if if do you think we should have shipped earlier? That's a really good question. It's really hard to really hard to find out what what would have been better i think if if we'd have to do it um all over again i would probably cut down almost all features and just sacrifice usability a lot just to have it out and the route we're going so for us usability is really important and of course that brings with it a lot of things that wouldn't be strictly necessary just to have the SPN out. But the SPN itself, just having it out just like that, wouldn't be 
NAS experience and also would restrict the to the amount of people who, who can use it because it just would be difficult to correctly install and maintain. But I think that might have been a better decision. But right now we're just too far in to just go down that route because I think now we will we will benefit a lot more by having this convenience and having the ease of use um, instead of um, sacrificing our progress just for being a little bit faster. Yeah, it, it all has up, ups and downs. And I also thought about the aspect of, like, since we dived deep into all these problems and a lot of features which might have been cut back if we redid everything again, but it also enabled us to get or to receive grants which had to do with research and development. Mm-hmm. So I think if we had a simpler problem, then we couldn't get these grants or which require complex uh, situations. Mm-hmm. And also, even though we could say, yeah, we, we can would maybe change some things up a bit, but I think the valuable thing here is we are maturing. We are seeing the downside of our approach as well. And I think this this will positively impact our road ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited that our products are finally seeing the light of day. Not just the Portmaster, the payment system is coming out soon as well. New homepage will kick ass. And it's just getting it out is so important. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how the community responds like in a month or two. Yeah. So like we started this out 2017. I mean, you started concepts even further back, but thinking of the last three years, what are, what was the most challenging aspect of developing this app? On the one side, of course, there were many technical hurdles to to take and to go go places where where only few or none have gone before, and implement especially the the interfaces to the to the operating system where we initially thought we could reuse stuff um we ended up like starting from scratch creating um a kernel extension for windows for example that was a really big challenge and other things and then when having these and and trying to understand how does the system work why why does it return this and that that circumstance and trying to to some extent understand the underlying system in order to correctly and with good enough performance um, deliver the information, the results we need for for correctly doing um, the system integration. And with, with all this, I think the greatest challenge was finding the right pace between building a stable and resilient base and then focusing on the important stuff. So kind of like what do we need to have this stable and resilient and what can we cut back to be faster? And that was really hard, I think. I definitely erred on the stable and resilient side um, in the beginning. And then as the further we progressed, I realized, okay, we're gonna take a shortcut here and take a shortcut here, take a shortcut here. But the base is pretty good now, and development speed is increasing fast. So yesterday, we added a small feature, and 
I just took like two files with maybe 150 lines of code to implement it. And like that is really cool because the whole space is here. We can just build really fast upon it. And the communication with the UI is really nice. And we have lots of options to integrate here and to give the user um, the information he needs. That sounds really amazing. And when you talked about the shortcuts, was it uh, like you explained the technical difficulties of implementing a kernel extension and understanding the system and the operating system? Like you said, the further you went, the more shortcuts you took. Was that also in the base or like further up? Because you mentioned the base is very solid now. Well, I think the most shortcuts we took were, of course, um, further up in the stack um, because the base was pretty much finished by then. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was a big shortcut we took in the base, but I can't remember anything now, so I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it sounds amazing what you said, like implementing new stuff that it's, you see that the impact of having a solid foundation and speeding up new features, I guess. Do you think that will impact the SPN development as well now? Um, definitely. Um, to some extent, because the SPN is also its, its own, um, it, it builds on the same base. So the, the server runs the same base module system and um, all that stuff. So that will speed up because we don't have to figure out all the the internal management anymore because we have all the interfaces, we have all the, the stuff we need. So it's only for focusing on core SPN code because all the boilerplate and everything we need to interface are already there. Are you saying that the SPN servers themselves will have the Portmaster app uh, like intercepting the network connections of the server? Uh, no. So you could, you could of course, just install a portmaster with the SPN on um, a server, but we're not yet sure um, if you will be able to use the portmaster with SPN as SPN node. Um, in the beginning, I don't think so. In the beginning, SPN nodes will be a separate thing. So it's kind of the portmaster without the the firewall component because it is everything is built on what we call the port base which is all the um management um system and then we have the port master repo that contains all the specific code to the port master and the and spn will just build upon the port base so there will be loads of similar things um going on but we don't we will not do the firewalling um, on the nodes themselves. So it should just be the, the SPN module kind of as it is, as it will be in the portmaster, but it will run in, in the server mode where it won't have some modules that the client will have, but it will have some other modules instead. So it will share the port base and have its own modules that do it? Yeah, yeah. so, so both, both build in the same module system but they will just define different sub-modules that they require. Okay. Were there some more challenges you wanted to talk about in the development process? 
Um, so one challenge we had in like in the month before releasing is that um, when when we went into like the releasing mindset, we suddenly realized loads of small things um, that need to be taken care of. Oh, we need to um, like clean up the GitHub um, repo, readme issues, um, templates, all that stuff. And then, oh, we have to uh, do this little thing and this little thing. And this just accumulates so fast. Um, it's like just that yesterday, I I wanted to finish up the the last UI component. And I was just the whole day um, fixing small things like, oh, yes, uh, we need that. Oh, yeah, we have to test that again um, because it broke there. And then fix that. And then look at this. And then review that code, review that code. So <laughs> there, there's loads of little things that just you come across. Because when you go into releasing mindset, you're like, OK, that that's really dumb to ship it that way. We should change that. And these just like pop up all the time. Um, but we're really close to to finishing off these now with, with Patrick. And so it's gonna be um a couple more a couple more fixes in the next days, but then I think we will have reached the the state that we would have liked to release it in the first place. Like for context, Patrick joined uh, this March. So he was a big help, I assume. We will talk about him later as well, a bit more. But as you explain this, this, this is actually a really good point I also want to mention in the upcoming video. This, this video will take a few weeks or maybe a month or two until it comes out. But like, this sounds like you, are, you want to build a car. So what do you do? You just build the motor engine and focus on that. And then when you have to ship, you just realize, oh, the motor by itself, it doesn't work. You need to have like implement seats, implement the steering wheel and all this stuff. And like, I feel as developers, we oftentimes are so, we get tunnel vision and we only focus on the big challenging fun part, the most technical aspect. And we just totally forget about everything else that needs to happen for it to be a working product. And I think when we estimate, when we, when we make estimations, we just focus on the core part and completely ignore the rest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that that's a good a good way of of looking at this. Yeah, I I think yeah, it's it's also the reason why we as a company want to become. Uh, non-deadline company so because we it, we yeah it's just hard to estimate and like this is just in development and then there's the legal stuff then there is wording user interface and all these things that have to be tied together but yeah it's it's a process and i'll, I'll i'm looking forward to making that video i think i'll involve luke a bit as well so <laughs> Speaking of Luke, um, he's our designer. He joined last October, and he also helped you with the Portmaster user interface. How how was his impact? So we initially planned to do a much um, greater revamp of the UI, 
but um, because of time constraints, we we kind of scrapped the revamp for now and just I just um, showed him the current state, and he he pointed out all the things that were like uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> and we made a list of things that that had to be improved right now and. Also for the dashboard, which is not really nice, he just he did a mock-up, um, and and probably got feed, uh, feedback from me, and then with that mock-up, just implementing the UI was so much easier, because if I if I don't have a plan how to go about it and and what to do, I'm like okay, I'm using this library. Let's see what they have I can use, and so. I, I create this virtual limit of what the library can do for me, um, and I don't go beyond that. But with the mockups, I had a, a very clear destination that I had to reach, a goal that I reach, and I and I searched how can um, this library help me to do that, and if it can't, then I will either create my own way or bend it to the extent that it does what I like. And so it was a much nicer, easier, and faster way of, of doing UI, and I'm looking forward to doing that um, um, only this way as of now. So <laughs> we will see how that goes. It's really amazing having Luke on board. Like, for me as well, he is in the designer mindset, and he just comes at this problem from a totally different perspective, and like having his his feeling and his his knowledge about user interface and user experience, and then just drafting, doing his magic in Photoshop and drafting these mockups, it's it takes away all of the burden we developers would face otherwise like having to reinvent the wheel we we don't really understand user interface if we are honest with ourselves and having Luke on the team is, is yeah it's, it's amazing I just had that with the payment system as well like just giving him the technical requirements and then he does his thing yeah <laughs> and Patrick joined as well and I guess this was a uh, like actually, it was in the month where we wanted to ship the part master, but onboarding had to happen as well. So, how was that process, and what is the impact of Patrick nowadays? So, so I am not only developing; I also have other projects to manage and um, like things to to do, and also I'm involved in all the the other bridges to to legal to the sales. And all that stuff. So, there's there's also some a good chunk of management on my plate, and so I don't get to develop full time usually. And what Patrick does, so that's really nice. So I just can give him tasks that he can do, and he's usually um, finished them quicker as I could myself. And he's really good with Go. And he also has a very deep knowledge about networks and security. So um, I can just like assign him something and he will he will do it. And um that that's really nice to to have him on the team. 
Um, working with him is a really a great experience. Also, um, finally having someone that's as deep in this whole network and security field as me gives me the possibility um, to uh, not only re review the code I've written, but also talk about concepts that are deeply technical and and talk about them and, and together find uh, better ways of, of doing things. And I really feel the impact of that. And it's really great to just um, have someone to check things with really quick. And the development speed has really increased um, by a lot. And it's really nice to to see how much he already has contributed to the Portmaster. Also, he took up on a whole new project that has a piece of software that gathers all the filter lists for Portmaster so that we can push incremental updates and users don't have to download all the lists themselves after process them. So we can um, deliver faster, smaller, and quicker updates. Yeah, that's super cool. I think when a week or two before he joined, you mentioned the fact that since you are into management and have to do a lot of other things next to development as well, that it's not just doubling, but like if I'd say you may program 50% of your time just to have estimates. So having Patrick's 100%, it's just tripling up the development speed. And this is really amazing. And I was even more excited that he joined and seeing also now how, how much he's doing and having, I chatted with him a bit to have a description for him on the team page. And I'm also, yeah, amazed at his experience and his knowledge. Like, yeah, it's it's cool. It's really definitely. Yeah, it is wonderful to have him on a team, and I'm looking forward to the next couple of months where we will continually um, experience um, his value to to this whole adventure. Speaking of the next month. What are the next things you are going to tackle with Patrick? So in the next days, we, as I mentioned, will push the the last fixes that we want to have in this release. So I'm um, expecting a, um, a couple more releases, and then we will um, shift to the next big feature, um, which is of course the SPN. And you can expect the DSPN subsystem to show up in the Portmaster within a month or two. You won't be able to use it right away because in the beginning it will be for um, private testing and we'll be just checking out the system and as soon as we're ready to go. For all you who have already registered, you'll get an email and you'll be able to activate your account, log in and start using it. And that's what I'm really excited about. So it won't be long until you see the first hints everywhere um, from the UI to the core to the GitHub activity that our focus will be the SPN and we will bring that to Portmaster really soon. Yeah, it's, it's so exciting just to hear you say this. 
it is the the day is coming and we are very happy it's like yeah i'm i'm just very much looking forward to this it's it's all exciting and yeah like just looking back at the three years and how the next few months will really bring everything every all of the work we went through to light and hopefully it will benefit all of you listeners as well yeah <laughs> and i'm pretty sure of that or i am sure of that i'm not only pretty sure i i i know this is something i want to use and the next week the weeks and months will be cool so i think that's a wrap for today thank you very much for joining and talking about your experience with the whole launch process yeah thanks for having me it was fun to give us some insights into how these last weeks were and how the launch looked from our side yeah and what is to follow and thank you very much for listening we enjoy everybody who's on board and following along and yeah see you around soon bye